1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fix 6 Podcast, CBS NFL Podcast. I'm Katie Mox, here with John Breach and Will Brinson. And today is our schedule release show. Woo! Thank you for that excitement over there, Brinson. Uh, fellas, the, the schedule has been released, and they did a big whole show about it. However, Brinson, you tweeted earlier this week, too. They've leaked so much information already about this. Was it even that exciting tonight that the the full release happened? Since we already knew like seventy percent of the games.
2: Well, well, we knew all the games. We knew all the matchups. True, true. You know what I mean? It's like, and you now I say, if I hadn't been doing this for you know for as long as I've been doing this, and I mean, I'm not. Oh. I, mean, I'm, I say that no, I mean, I say that like mostly like tongue in cheek, but like, you know, the reality is, it's easy to. Go, I'm, I try not to be jaded about this job because it's covering football and talking and writing about football and it's in, in podcasting and doing like, it's an awesome freaking job. I love the job. Um, it is, it is different. And I, it, like, I, you sort of, like, you sort of understand like where Prisco is coming from. He's like, I'm so tired of that, like, like I feel like I'm getting old and cranky when I'm like, I liked it the <laughs> way me. it was. Like I liked it when the draft was in New York. I liked it when I like certain things about it. And I do think it's kind of insane, that we had what, what did I say? I think I said um the NFL is like it's like the NFL is leaking leaks that oh no the I, I can't remember what I said but it was something about like the NFL is leaking good. I retweeted leaks. it. The, the NFL is leaking leaks, leaking of actual leaks schedule and leaking the leaks
1: leaks yes.
2: In order to leak the previous schedule release which will be released it's just it's just the NFL is drumming up attention. It just all feels like a little I don't know, Breach. Maybe, maybe I'm jaded. Breach, breach gets geeked about this. This is his time of the year. Breach is <laughs> grinded on stories. Breach knows he's about to go on like a long vacation. He's he's like he's a he's a traffic camel right now, loading up on schedule posts that he knows will do insanely well. And uh, this is this is breach season right now, honestly. Of course he's muted, oh, we so we won't
1: you. know how he feels. The Christmas correspondent is muted. Brinson, you are a
0: 100% jaded. The schedule release is the best day on the NFL calendar. You it's can fun. have your Super Bowl. Wilson can have his NFL draft. I will take the NFL schedule all day, every day. Sure, we know what opponents who are going to face each other as soon as the prior season ends. But half the fun is seeing when these games are going to happen, where on the schedule, who's playing on Christmas, who's playing on Thanksgiving it's just nonstop nuggets that leak out all week i love the leaks i love every kind of leak except maybe like when puppies leak and you have to like clean it up i don't love those leaks but really? scheduling leaks <laughs> love it uh, oh, okay. so I, I cannot believe that brinson is anti-schedule release i i, I cannot no, believe- no, no. I, look, oh. I love the schedule you get to like i i even
2: was talking with the editors like you know firming up like a bunch of different stuff i'm writing we got tons of revenge games the schedule is awesome it's just that like Here's what I tweeted: The NFL is leaking out NFL schedule leaks ahead of actual NFL schedule leaks. After leaking out the NFL schedule release schedule, it's just like it's become. It's too much. It, it, there's a three-hour. Spe- there's a three-hour special, and all the games are leaked. And I get. I do. I do appreciate that they don't do what they could do, which is not release week two until like eight fifteen or eight twenty. Because I think they used to do that. One, right. year actually, one year actually when you actually figured out how to hack and I think NFL.com figured it out that I figured it out, but you could get like <laughs> wow. you took the you well, you took the page where the schedule was for the entirety of the year before and just changed the number in it for the year, and it gave us like the full schedule, but I didn't realize it till like 10 minutes before the schedule was actually about to drop. Anywho, very excited. The NFL schedule is set. We know what yes. primetime games we're gonna have. Also, it's one of those years too where you know, going to get a lot of Aaron Rodgers. And uh, a lot of I, Aaron
1: Rodgers. Five primetime games for Aaron Rodgers, not, right? Not
2: surprising at all. Um, I guess maybe that's a little jaded too after the Russell Wilson experience last year. I hope it goes better than it did mm. before. I Like, I can't handle watching five crappy Packers, like Zach Wilson chucking it around five times on primetime.
1: No, absolutely not. All right, so we have the full schedule release now. We know who is going to be playing... In week one, and I thought it would be kind of fun if we play a guess the line. So I'm going to throw some games out there at you guys, and you will have to guess the line. But before we do, guys, remember to like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube page. If you're listening to audio only, make sure you download, follow, leave a five-star review, and tell your friends to listen and watch the pod. All right. So obviously, first game, we've got the defending champions, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Detroit Lions
2: I actually got into a, not an argument but like a debate with uh a mutual friend Nick Costos, earlier on Thursday about this line because I said when it was official that the NFL is like and again the NFL is like at noon on Thursday Lions and Chiefs it's like oh all right but it's fine whatever they're, they're 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 teasing it out drumming up interest um I said that I think the line should be Chiefs minus 10 and Nick was like it'll be more like between seven and a half and nine and a half. And I was like, well, oh man, gee, cover your bases there, guys. It's like, um, I tend to so think you're it won't be.
1: Chiefs minus ten. You're saying double digits. I don't Thursday, think September it will 7.
2: I don't think the I, I have not we Breach and I have not seen any of these lines unless Breach is cheating, which would not be surprising. But um, uh-huh. uh I I don't think it'll be a full ten. I think it should be a full ten. I think the Chiefs will drub. The Lions in the spot, this is quintessential. Uh-huh. Andy Reid, a full offseason to prepare. The Lions are being thrust into primetime here in a big, big way. People are going to be big on the Lions this year. The Chiefs don't have you know another year without Tyreek Hill. Don't have the sexy weapons on offense. People want to be fading the Chiefs and backing the Lions. Um, I think the line will be 8, and a, I'll say it'll be 8, uh, but I think it should be 10. At 8, I would love the Chiefs. What's say you, Breach?
0: Oh, Brent, you sound like a guy who lost big uh, betting on the Packers in week 18 (laughs) last year with the Lions in prime time and people thinking, oh, the Lions don't deserve to be in prime time. You remember how much I had on the Packers to win the NFC championship? Yeah, I I do not, but that's, I mean, (laughs) 100 to 1. Well, your reasoning of the Lions will flop because it's in prime time. I think a lot of people thought that was going to happen in week 18 last year and it didn't. They came out, played well. I don't think this, would be above a touchdown. I just think that if it was 10, people would pound the Lions because I mean, whatever the Lions have going there with eight and two in their final ten games, I'll say six and a half, just because I don't think it'll be over a touchdown. I would guess and seven smash job on the Chiefs if it's under a touchdown.
1: Breach right. is correct. Chiefs are wow. favored under a touchdown, six and a half minus one twenty. Detroit Lions. I swear plus I did not see it. swear. Give me Tim, my, give me Tim all, Doyle's hammer. Just so you guys know, I'm keeping a tally of this, and whoever has the most correct wins. So one point breach here. Um, just, just so you know, I'm I I'm,
2: if, I'm ever, if I'm ever losing a trivia or a board game, I will be like, mm-hmm. why don't we do the, we should talk
0: about the Arizona-Washington game that people are interested in, and guess that one. Like, if I'm down one, no, I'm going to be begging enough. you to do some crap. And move. I would just like, for the record, I use the wins over Wilson formula to come up, up with that. Mm-hmm. Ryan Wilson logic wins the day
1: what's the okay. win- oh, just breach one breach one, one. in nothing yes okay yeah breach one yeah, okay, what, what's all, that what's that are you
2: on here katie by the way i mean give you me a lot and of half. points
1: yeah but uh, to have them under a touchdown versus someone like detroit who yes like you said vibes are very high but the proof is not necessarily in the pudding like it is with KC. now i will say kansas city not great against the spread they have not been great against the spread in the last few years but last year they were favored in almost every single game by right. really high spreads like this as well but you got to think opening opening game opening night in I'll, I'll bet you right I, I will bet yeah
2: i will bet any amount of money that this line closes above a touchdown i
1: mean I will say, obviously like in my assuming
2: non like major injury or whatever
1: uh, 53 and a half is the total. I would say from what I've noticed unders in the very first game are the way to go. Sometimes it takes these offense a little bit of time to get going first half unders. I like 53 and a half seems pretty high. Um, even with the offense that the Detroit has been able to put together. Last well, I'm going to throw
0: in real cool. quick, Patrick Mahomes career in w- week one. He is five and zero. he's never lost. He is averaging 317 pass yards per game. So over Ooh. 300. He has totaled 19 touchdowns and zero turnovers, so he has pretty much been an unstoppable and, machine in Week One.
2: And Andy Reid is not just off the bye; he's had three weeks repair for Lions pass defense that, while they may have gotten better, you know, they're the 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 front seven's going up against the Chiefs' offense.
0: You know, you know, I, like, I take my guess back, even though it was right. I, I, you just talked me into the Chiefs. It's got to be ten. But do you know how many effing
2: teasers? And moneyline parlays are going to involve the like the Chiefs,
0: and then uh, what's our the survivor pool? Everyone's going to pick the Chiefs in Week One. Oh, I don't know about that. Ooh,
2: God. See, I, I, you know what? You know what? No, I, they, will. Just, they will. They
1: Before nobody's, we move along, I,
2: I just want to give a quick retraction. I love the schedule release. We're like, <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm like Week One, Week One, and it's so far away. So, all right, Anyway, what's next?
1: All right, glad to have you back on the train. Okay, Breach, this one's going to make you excited. Departure. The battle the battle of Ohio, the Bengals versus the Browns here. Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow. What do you think this line is, Breach?
0: Uh, well, I'll say the Bengals have struggled in openers. The last couple, obviously Cleveland has because they've only won one opener in, since 2004. Uh, so both these teams, the, the Bengals have struggled against the Browns over the past few years. So I don't think this would be... A uh, huge number, but I do think the Bengals would be favored. If it was in Cincinnati, it would probably say like four or five, but I'm going to say two because it's in Cleveland.
2: Uh, it, Cleveland's going to be tough this year in the sense that I'm not ba- sure. Bengals favored
0: by two, just to make that clear. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. yeah.
2: Um, Bengals are definitely favored here, in my opinion. The Browns are tricky because we just – I mean, I, I think I'm maybe alone in this opinion. I thought we saw incremental improvement from Deshaun Watson. Nobody wants to back Deshaun Watson. Like, I was on uh, HQ earlier and was asked about the worst game of the season. And I picked the Cardinals against the Browns because Watson's involved. Like, Deshaun's involved. I don't want to see Deshaun Watson play football. Like, you know, just, yeah. This cardinal stink and that combination of uniforms is repulsive. Like this, this is this matchup, Cincinnati at Cleveland, is like you wake up from a nightmare and you're there's a big plate of Cincinnati chili on your lap and you're like, what the hell is this? Just skanky, just just disgusting.
1: What is the chili oh, it's, called? It's not called Cincinnati chili. It's uh, called Skyline. Skyline. Skyline chili. Yes. It's it's spaghetti with right. chili. All right. What's the spread, Brinson? What's the spread? <laughs> Bengals minus four. Breach wins again. Bengals Damn minus it. two and a half. Breach. The Christmas correspondence was going to call. Also, a, an and was, it
0: was two and a half. Is it Bengals two and a half? We we are Bengals we were hurtling towards Breach cheating his
2: something's off territory.
1: <laughs> oh yeah okay okay uh this line feels pretty on the nose to me and i as it stands right now i would hammer the Bengals here uh minus two, under a field goal under field totals 46 uh obviously much lower than uh, detroit kansas city
2: i don't hate the idea of a Bengals chiefs money line parlay either i think that would probably be like minus 130 or something like that
0: i'm just gonna toss it out there joe burrow has never won in cleveland he's zero and two and he is one and four all time against the rounds.
1: Okay, good to know. Okay, moving on to my uh bang bang team, the 49ers versus the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. Brinson. Um this now keep is in mind really, the really really have a very high win total. So they yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean,
2: like I was I'm doing the revenge game thing for CBSSports.com, and uh I, i'm like an idiot i was like oh, i'll throw in early guess lines guesses at the lines which you know now is kind of defunct but you know i think even eagles 49ers i had um you know eagles minus one and a half at home because it's week 13 the niners are really well respected by vegas of course you have you know pittsburgh is a team that generally gets a lot of public support but you've got Kenny Pickett behind some questions on the offensive line. I'll say San Francisco minus 1.
0: You know, I feel like this is a tough one because we don't know who the 49ers quarterback is going to be. We don't exactly. know if Brock Purdy's going to be ready. We don't know if Sam Darnold's going to be out there. We don't know if Trey Lance is going to grow some magic beans and eat them and then win the starting job and take the 49ers to the Super Bowl. I don't know. And and so you have a team flying across the country they're playing in the Eastern time zone, but it's not a big deal because it's week one. You have time to prepare for that. uh Brent, so you say the 49ers? Yeah. Minus
1: one. Minus one. I'll
0: I go reverse work. and say Steelers minus one. Wow. Well,.
1: This one is gonna go to Brinson then because it's the Niners minus three and he oh, had them favored. I, I you guys said were on the one same side of the line, but but Brinson had them favored. So it's it's niners minus three, but actually Pittsburgh um is is more the favorite here, that plus three minus one fifteen, whereas the niners are minus 105. one no, oh
2: I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not too far off then, right?
1: No, no, you're not no yeah. exactly. You I, have the niners favorite actually... that's why I gave you it.
2: Yeah, 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 I think I mean I definitely get it. I was actually worried that Breach is gonna go Niners minus one and a half and just price this right. I mean, I think, I think almost
1: price
0: I it. did. <laughs> That's why I asked for total, but then I felt, oh, I was like, I'm up to well. I gotta give I'm just gonna oh, go Get the to F right. out of here, bro. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was a oh, mercy. It's like, it's only one. Mercy, Brinson. It was a pity guess. It was, it was, one was a little short. I think the, there's
2: so much it, it's just interesting. I mean, Katie, I'm curious what you think as a Niners fan. Like if D'Amico Ryan's is gone. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, Steve Wilkes to do a good job of the defense, but he's very aggressive with the blitz. There's a chance if Pittsburgh's offensive line is good, they could protect for Kenny Pickett. You get some shots down the field and maybe the defense just isn't as good. I mean, this is just one of those situations where there is totally a chance the defense takes a step back from no. D'Amico Ryan to Steve Wilkes. That's, I, that's just not, not no.
1: insane. I, I I don't think the defense is taking a step back. I worry more about the offense and the of quarterback. Course. So even though I am a 49ers fan and if if it's Brock Purdy I'd be like yes, lay, lay the 3, but we don't know who it's going to be. If it's Sam Darnold, if it's Trey Lance, what Trey Lance even looks like. So I would actually stay away from this game until we figure out what is happening uh with the 49ers. It's not one that I would I would throw money on early. But no, I don't and let's think because is taking Where's
0: only impact. scored 10 points in their opener last year. And then Trey Lance got hurt in the, well, that
1: the. That cool. was weird weather. It was a monsoon. Man? Yeah. Now the man? Pittsburgh. It rains
0: in Pittsburgh, guys. Just saying. Rain. It rains it everywhere, man.
1: It's not a dome. It rains on days. Earth.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, area, you're the one area. who was, who was <laughs> saying was a monsoon in <laughs> Chicago. Like that can't happen in
1: Pittsburgh. Oh, but that'd be ten points. It was a rookie quarterback, his first time really starting in a game in a monsoon, and yeah. Area
2: man predicts rain on Earth.
1: Yes. Right. Well, we've got a, he's a Christmas correspondent and he's our weather correspondent. John breach does it all. Okay. Moving on. The Jags versus the Colts breach. I'll go with you first.
0: Uh I'll say, where's this game? It's in Indianapolis. I'll in say Indianapolis. Jacksonville. Four.
2: Oh, that's exactly what I was going to say is Jacksonville minus four. I'm not, I'm not going to change mine. Um, I mean, you know, I could go three and a half. Was it Indy? Indy's never won. Indy hadn't won in Jacksonville like since 2014. Uh, it doesn't apply here, of course. There's a lot of unknowns with Anthony Richardson. The Jaguars are the the team du jour on the AFC side of things. So I'll, I'll stick with it, and we'll just we'll just take a push here. I'm not going to go either way on it and lose. So were
1: you going Jag- four, or what you- I, 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 in my head,
2: I was saying Jaguars minus four. I hope Breach doesn't say Jaguars minus four. And That's then my thing. That, I read so, him. It's like a poker. I knew. What I was I, okay. Say. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to change my line that okay. was in my head based on what
1: Breach said. All right, well, you should have, because the three and a half you threw out there is correct. Ah, and, uh, ah, I'm three. in your head, and, uh, you, you, I tried to kind of give you a clue, too, because I looked really excited know, when you said three and a half. Why are you helping him? Give me a break. I t- All right, so Breach is up 2-1. is 2 one You both get a point. You both get a point, because yeah. you're both on even this. But yeah, Jags minus three and a half. Obviously, the Colts. Uh, Sunday Night
2: Football, maybe? Uh,
1: no, 1 p.m. 1 p.m. game.
2: No, I mean, I mean, should we should we go Sunday night football, and then if I oh, yes. win Sunday night yes. football, we go Monday night football tiebreaker.
1: Okay, let's go Sunday night football.
2: Dallas at the Giants.
1: Dallas, yeah, Dallas at the Giants. God, the Who NFL go just first? cannot like quit are-
0: the NFC East. Who guesses for Brenton? You guess first here.
1: Yes, I. So I like you guys a lot of respect being given first.
2: to the Giants. Yeah. I'm gonna say it's a pick'em.
0: a pick'em. I will say Cowboys favored by two.
1: God, Breach is so good at this. Cowboys favored by two and a half.
0: This is two, a- and, two and a, a half. half. <laughs> <laughs> no, where I won my lesson with Steelers 49ers. I just I mean,
2: this is an all right, this is an obvious hammer. The Giants spot Dallas is probably the better team. The Giants were lucky last year. The Giants at home coming. That stadium will be r- like rowdy. They hate the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy hey. wants to run the damn Everybody ball. Hates the Cowboys. Everybody hates the Cowboys exactly. Um would you would you back in the Giants as a home dog here, right, Katie?
1: Ooh. No? Um, I love Brian Dable. And they did win a lot of single possession games last year. They were actually really good against the spread, right? They were like 14 and Four or 14 and three, or whatever it was, they were really good against the spread. Uh, could, but the thing with the Giants are is that they had no expectations last year, and so they were underdogs in a lot of games. They ended up winning outright in a lot of those, had a great cover percentage. There's expectations on them this year, it's not the same thing. So, and and in Dallas, oh, in New York, uh, yeah, I guess I would, I guess I would lean. I've just talked myself into this, I guess I would lean Giants. Just throw one I don't know. one quick
0: stat out there, and that is the fact that Dak Prescott has won ten games in a row against the Giants. He eats this team alive. I will pound the Cowboys all day in this game. All
2: right, ten, Katie. Ten in,
0: row, ten, in ten in a row. Ten
2: in a row. Ten in a row. Ten in a row. Give me the give me the Giants' at dogs. Name. All right, Katie. You get your. You see this platter? This like this is like my family used to go and eat at uh, this uh, this Hunan this delicious uh, Chinese restaurant in High Point every oh. Sunday. And this okay. fantastic buffet of just okay. delightful, you know, everything you can possibly imagine, right? In terms of the, mm-hmm. the, the, the the full spectrum of delicious Chinese food. And I would, you know, we, it's hard to pick one thing. You were staring at this buffet in week one. You mm-hmm. get to pick one, one bet against the spread that you would make right now in week yeah. one. What would it be?
1: Um, I would take the Seattle Seahawks minus the five and a half versus the Rams. I have almost no expectations for the Rams this year. The vibes are high for Seattle. Uh, Gino Smith coming into his second year as a starter just got paid Rams to me are still in shambles and the Seahawks actually, you know, have the Rams number a lot of the time. So give me the Seahawks minus the five and a half versus the Rams.
2: you want to go Seahawks chiefs.
1: Are we, doing a, are
2: we doing a parlay? I'm just thinking about like a like a moneyline parlay we don't need to put in right now. You know what we could do instead yeah. is maybe take a break. We could.
1: <laughs> and we should. I, it was actually. my fault.
2: I was trying to I was trying to self-correct there. I'm sorry.
1: That's okay. So let's go ahead and take a break but before we do. The Champions League on Paramount Plus is down to the final four teams and two epic semi final matches. Kareem Z- Zumo Zuma, Okay. All right, and defending champs Real Madrid take on Erling Holland and the tournament favorite Manchester City in a rematch of last year's thrilling semifinal. Plus, it's a clash of Italian titans as Inter squares off against AC Milan and a battle for city bragging rights. Find out which clubs will reach the ultimate goal in soccer's greatest yearly competition. Stream every Champions League semifinal match live exclusively on Paramount Plus. Try it free. ParamountPlus.com/live sports. You're watching Pick Six, and we'll be right back.
0: Get breaking news.
1: Big news coming out of the NFL today.
0: Highlights and instant reactions. The largest final round comeback in four championship history. We're down to the final four. I just want to
2: take time to
0: analyze greatness. Talk winners and losers with a guy who's already a big winner. CBS Sports HQ. It's all sports all day long.
1: Welcome back to the Pick 6 Podcast. If you're not following us on social, do that now at Pick 6 Pod across all social media platforms. Breach, you are not the only one to butcher a name because I had no idea what that soccer player's name was. Sorry about that to him. All right, moving on. Brinson Revenge Games. Brinson, you said you're writing an article on CBSSports.com about these revenge games. First one you like, Eagles at Chiefs. Talk to us.
2: Well, I believe that this is the most playoff match playoff rematches ever scheduled in NFL history 14 of them so you know when you talk about revenge we can dabble into stuff like I have Panthers uh maybe Colts at Panthers or Panthers at Colts obvious Frank Reich revenge spot right and my revenge games all 10 of them none of them are divisional because you know that's you can't have like Steelers and Ravens that's always revenge or whatever Bengals and Browns etc etc Eagles Chiefs I was asked on HQ, like, what's the best possible Super Bowl matchup out there in terms of the games that are being played? That's the one. Yeah. There are no questions about either of these teams. And I know that we never see Super Bowl rematches, but that's going to be a big revenge game where the Eagles the Eagles want revenge against the Chiefs for beating them in the Super Bowl. You know, the Eagles have a lot of their pieces back. It's a Monday night football game. that The ratings are going to be... What was the word I got? In, almost got in trouble for saying? Bafo? When I froze up a few months ago. And uh, You might not have been here, Katie. I said Bafo. And it was like, Bafo, Bafo, Bafo. And I turned into a robot because my internet glitched. <laughs> um, Do we have a clip of that? <laughs> I, I'm sure somewhere. But yeah, like the ratings are going to be insane for Eagles and Chiefs. And frankly, when I started doing these revenge games, because of all the playoff rematches, it was insane how many Chiefs games were involved, but that's just sort of like when you win the title, you beat a bunch of people and they want to get revenge on you. The Bengals are on there, of course, but man, how can this not be number one Eagles at Chiefs, the Super Bowl rematch? They could have done it in week one. They've done that before the NFL schedule makers have. I think they like the idea of having a NFC matchup early in the season with the Lions at the Chiefs. That's going to draw tons of eyeballs. People are intrigued by the Lions. And then you can sort of save this for later. And we've seen over the past few years that, quite frankly, sometimes ESPN gets a little banged on these matchups for Monday Night Football. (laughs) They're putting this on ABC, at the Manning cast, et cetera, et cetera. They're making sure that they got a really, really, really big time matchup here. This is the easy breach, number one revenge game for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Eagles want the friend for the Super Bowl, like you said. Obviously, the Andy Reid factor, uh, beating his old team. Just, just right. keep beating them down. Keep beating them down. I already took a Super Bowl from you. I don't think the Eagles have ever beaten Andy Reid's Chiefs. So it, he just wants to keep – he never wants to lose that team just so he can laugh at Jeffrey Laurie, uh, whenever they run into each other. So I'm sure he does like that. I, you know, and the Eagles – let's not forget the Eagles beat when, – when Andy and the Eagles divorced, the Eagles beat him to a Super Bowl. And then he got one right sure. after. So right, right. he's yeah. And, and it is interesting that this game wasn't put in week one. I feel like the NFL's changed their philosophy about the kickoff game because Agreed. they usually put, hey, let's make this game as huge as possible. And we're talking they put the Bills in the game against the Rams uh last season. Two years ago, they put the Cowboys in the game. America's team, the Cowboys are automatic TV draw. You are you want TV numbers when you put the Cowboys in the game against Tom Brady. Uh, which is what they did two years ago. But now it's like they were thinking, you know what? We don't need to waste Eagles chiefs or Bengals chiefs or Bills chiefs in this week one slot. It's automatic viewership, no matter who we have there. It's going to get 30 million viewers. So let's just throw in the Lions. Everybody's going to watch because of Patrick Mahomes. And then we can put those bigger games with Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Philadelphia later on the schedule. And this one is uh, November 20th, which is a good spot. Well, I was going to say, too, like, I mean – we
2: all think the Lions will be good. Nobody's downplaying the Lions. The Lions could stink. Like there is no guarantee the Lions are good. The Lions didn't make the playoffs last year, and everybody's all over the Lions already. Getting the Lions out there in Week One when they're this frisky team that people are interested in, and it's a non it's a non conference game. It's a really smart move, in my opinion, by the NFL to breach his point. You know people are going to watch. You got a game of interest. And you can save these other big, big, big matchups for later.
1: You could tell that Billy is running the chat here because all of the pro Eagles Our comments are thrown on the main screen here. Early lean for this game, though. Obviously, we got to see how the season goes. But when you look at what both teams have done in the offseason so far, Brinson, Chiefs or Eagles?
2: Oh, Chiefs. I mean, Breach noted it. Andy Reid owns the Eagles. Like, did the Eagles win the Super Bowl last year?
0: Uh, and i'll throw in a fun fact this is the Mm -hmm. ninth time that there's been a super bowl rematch the following season from the prior season and the team that won the super bowl is six and two when there is a rematch the following season
1: all right next uh revenge yep love it next revenge game that brinson would like to point out is the jets at cowboys aaron Rodgers. Dak Prescott Aaron Rodgers first time in the AFC Brinson
2: more importantly it's Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy we have cross mm. revenge angles here much like the Eagles and the Chiefs Andy Reid and the Eagles Super Bowl with the Eagles coming back that way etc cetera, etc cetera. and now you have Mike McCarthy big Mike who wants to run the ball and Aaron Rodgers is his new spot I think it's a really 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 interesting game I mean duh But, like, I mean,
0: it's just this is a big boy matchup breach. Yeah. You know, I actually think that it might mean more to Mike McCarthy as far as revenge goes, because I feel like Aaron Rodgers kind of ran him out of Green Bay. So if you're Mike McCarthy, you know, you're not going to have many more opportunities to face Aaron Rodgers and you'd like to beat him at some point. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, this is definitely revenge angle. and I like that these two guys, Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy, get to face each other so this is definitely i'm glad it's on your list brinson i would have been let down if it wasn't
1: okay good and then also i'm gonna be be a little
2: crisper with these breakdowns by the way because the canes are going to overtime with the devils
1: oh whoa okay well you've got the (laughs) The chiefs it's fine everybody's got a revenge game against the chiefs it seems brinson because you got the dolphins and the Bengals also versus the chiefs so is it just the the chiefs versus everybody
2: Well, I mean, okay, so like Chiefs versus Dolphins, Chiefs versus Bengals, Breach, you're a Bengals guy. Which one's the bigger revenge game there? Tyreek Hill against the Chiefs or the Bengals against the Chiefs? Tyreek Hill. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, I I was like, wow, really four games of the Chiefs in the top five, I think, or at least three. It's kind of crazy, but I mean, Bengals and Chiefs, back-to-back years, you know, meeting in the AFC Championship game. You have Tyreek Hill who went on 810 radio in Kansas City and was like, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm gonna toss up the deuces on you guys. There's a lot of beef between both of these parties.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you definitely could put the Bengals on the list, but you know, the Bengals already beat them in an AFC title game, so that doesn't sting as much. And then obviously there's the Orlando Brown factor. But man, Tyree Hills was there for a while. He I think he really wants to crush the chiefs. I think he wants to have 400 receiving yards in one game and score seven touchdowns against the chiefs. So I would put Tyree kill uh, as the bigger revenge angle there. Agreed.
1: Yeah. Early uh, opening line for the Bengals at chiefs is three and a half favoring the chiefs, which of course makes sense considering they're the the defending champions, but Burrow is the only quarterback who has beaten Patrick Mahomes three times, which is interesting. And then Brinson, you and I were on spotlight earlier this week talking about how we are robbed of tyreek hill going back to arrowhead
2: because it's in germany so i would guess the chiefs on a neutral field in germany are probably four and a half point favorites i'm, this, I'm I, don't, I don't breach really like you you breach, breach what's your number it's better than mine i'm sure
1: Three and um,
0: half. Chiefs being favored in germany how many
1: oh no i'm looking at the wrong i'm looking at the wrong thing uh f- five and a half Five and a half. Five, eight, yeah, and okay,
2: so five. That's about right. And like this was going to be the number one revenge game on my list, easily. If this game were in Kansas City, no doubt about it, because Tyreek Hill holds a grudge. He's a he's explosive. He holds a grudge, but he
1: wanted out. He's the one that wanted to get paid. He's, like why? Like, people, why is like, he holding a grudge? People, people,
2: because the Chiefs wouldn't pay him. As I wrote in my story that will be up shortly, because I had to we had to stop the podcast before I could finish it because the schedule came out, but no big deal. Um, You know, the Count of Monte Cristo, which was written in 1844, Mm. is entirely based on revenge. Like the entirety of human civilization is grounded in revenge. And Pete Briscoe started to tell me that no one cares about revenge. Get real, old man. Revenge is a thing. (laughs) And it's definitely a thing in the NFL.
1: Because of the Count of Monte Cristo, that's what we're, that's what we're basing this off of.
2: Well, no. Then I, I was like, you have the Count of Monte Cristo on one hand, and you have Larry David Spite Store on the other hand. Like, revenge yeah. runs through our culture and our civilization from start to finish. I was going to make like a, you know, the problem is the one guy who wasn't huge on revenge may have a little revenge on his mind because Roger Goodell dropped three Christmas games on his birthday. Old, uh, oh, old, cool. old J to the sea. <laughs> he, he, he was sort of cool on not getting revenge against people and. Roger Goodell might be on that list.
1: Okay. Uh, any, <laughs> any thoughts on this one, Breach?
0: Well, you mentioned the holidays. What about the 49ers, and Maybe they want revenge on old Roger Goodell and the schedule makers because they're playing on Thanksgiving and Christmas. How do you feel about that, Katie? The double holiday whammy? Do you really want to play on two? I mean, one holiday is nice, but two feels maybe overkill?
1: Yeah, that, I mean, I think for, for the family members of the 49ers, it's definitely overkill for the fans. Uh, we love it. We're all sitting around watching it anyways. I love going to the games. I For, for a while, the 49ers had the... Um, The Thanksgiving games, we always had it against Seattle. And I remember we had like a big tailgate with my family because we were season ticket holders for a long time. My family still has. I obviously live out here on the East Coast now. And we made we deep deep fried a turkey. I made these floral arrangements that looked like football. And we had like a real Thanksgiving dinner in a parking lot. And so I think if you're a true fan, you you love it. You love when your teams play on a holiday. But I think for their actual families, it is a little bit um, of a hindrance. Panthers at Texans, that was your last revenge game before we take a break and you can watch hockey. So tell us.
2: Well, I mean, I mean yeah, I'll miss every time hockey. It's not a big deal. Playoff games are a big. Yeah, you um,
1: mentioned
2: it. Don't get to see it very often. CJ Stroud at Bryce Young. This is a freebie, right? I mean, Panthers actually made the list almost three times because Baker Mayfield's coming back to Carolina. Feels a little flimsy. Frank Reich against mm-hmm. the Colts, definitely a real one. And then how can CJ Stroud, who is like minus – 500 or minus a thousand to go be the first overall pick was surely convinced because of mock drafts, because of, you know, junior NFL draft analysts like Ryan Wilson, who were mocking him to the Panthers as late as eight, like mid April. How can CJ shroud not be a little bit miffed at the fact that he went number two overall, you know, when it was James and Mariota in 2016, there was never ever a chance Mariota was going to go first. Andrew Luck, Robert Griffin in 2012, there was some, you know, buzz that maybe they go RG3, but it was never really a chance. CJ Stroud was the betting favorite and considered the guy for Carolina, and then it flipped. If he's not motivated by this, then he needs a new job. Maybe he could be, you know, I don't know what he would do, but, like, if you're not motivated by being snubbed by the first overall team and taking second overall, then professional football is not for you.
0: I'm just gonna. I'm not even gonna comment on that because I agree with it, but I'm gonna throw in uh, one more revenge game Frank Reich versus the Colts because the Panthers play the Colts and I bet he yes. wants to destroy oh, that's, them.
2: On the, that's on the yes. list for sure.
0: And should, by should
2: by Let me ask you this Is it, What's a bigger revenge game before? Sorry, Katie, but what's a bigger revenge game? Colts, Panthers, or Texans, Panthers? Colts, so I need Colts, to flip yeah, that one. Colts, you're right. You, you, thank you see this is why the podcast is the best uh-huh. we hash this out and it's not just like frank Reich was fired by the colts he was fired mid-season with a, a, a i think he's eight games above he 500 saturday. and replaced yeah. by jeff saturday it's you're right yeah that might be number one
1: that actually should be number one i don't think anybody <laughs> wants more revenge right. than frank frank wright all right who are you picking in that game i don't know what the line is but who wins uh, frank Reich. frank Reich. <laughs> Bigly. Breach?
0: Frank Reich, by a lot. All
1: right. Okay, on that yeah. note, we are going to take a quick break. We're watching Pick 6, and we will be right back. <laughs> Phenomenal! Absolutely
0: magisterial
1: <much> here! la <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Pick 6 Podcast. I'm Katie Mox here with John Breach and Will Brinson. Today is our schedule release show. Make sure you keep it locked with us all week to stay up to date on NFL offseason news. Remember to like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube page. All right. We talk a lot about, uh, you know, win percentage and how that affects the schedule the next year. Brinson, what is the most intriguing win percentage or uh, strength of schedule that you've seen?
2: Uh, I would actually defer to breach here because this is his specialty. Breach?
1: What you have to
0: defer to me. I think the, the big question here is, will the Eagles fall off? Will Billy's Eagles fall off having, yes uh, really He's that tough hater, schedule
2: and, and coming into 2022 breach, uh, you may recall where would the Eagles have ranked on this list? I believe it was thirty-second. The
0: Eagles had the easiest schedule mm. in the NFL last season, and they Jalen
2: Hurts exposed. All caps. YouTube caption.
0: Princeton really wants Jalen Hurts to fail, don't you, Princeton? Just <laughs> say
1: it. I, love, I love. I love the Eagles <laughs> more. More than me, I feel like.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, like,
2: the, the Eagles were not a first-place team last year. Coming into coming into last year.
1: Oh, oh right. okay, okay. They yeah. did not have... Look, Coming into, the, they obviously... Yeah. You
2: When you win them. your division and you go to the Super Bowl and lose, which they did, all those things, you get a harder schedule, you get a target on your back, and you have no Super Bowl ring to fall back on. It is it, it, You have a harder schedule, and you know that you just lost the Super Bowl in heartbreaking fashion. Can mm-hmm. you rally with a bunch of good veterans? In the clubhouse, like, or in the locker room, clubhouse would be baseball. Sorry. Um, they got Jason Kelsey, Mike Lombardi, the clown. I mean, they, they, yeah, they got the guys, Lane Johnson, Jalen Hurts himself is like one of the best locker room leaders in football already. And he's just 24, maybe he's, I don't think he's turned 25 yet. But look at not just the Eagles, look at, look at, look at, there are four teams on here for the NFC East. There's only four teams in the division. That means that the it's NFC East crazy. has tough crossover matchups and the Eagles are getting a first place schedule. I believe it's been how many years, Breach, since a team has won the NFC
0: East in back-to-back years? Ten? Since 2004, we have not seen a team win it in back-to-back That's 19
2: years. 19 years. The smart money says to bet on someone else to mm-hmm. win the division other than the Eagles. Jalen Hurts missed a couple of games last then? year. What's that?
1: Who has your money then in the in the NFC? Uh,
2: give me the G-man. I like the Giants this year. Okay.
1: And, you
0: know, the one thing about strength of schedule is that you'll say it's it's not overly accurate because teams change from year to year. But when you look at the good teams on Philly's schedule, eight of their final nine games are against teams that made the playoffs last season. Starting in week nine, they play the Cowboys. They play the Chiefs. They play the Bills. They play the 49ers. They play the Cowboys again. They play the Seahawks. They play the Giants. All those games are in a row. I mean, that is brutal. And you would think that all of those teams are probably going to be good this year. I don't think the Chiefs are going to fall off. I don't think the Cowboys are going to fall off. Maybe the Giants take an easy step back, but it probably won't be too big. And, and the Bills are the Bills. So, I mean, it is just a brutal schedule, which, you know, but the Eagles have room to fall back. If they were to win three fewer games than they did last year. They're still 11 and six. They're still a playoff team. Uh, so there, there's room for them to fall back. But man, that that is a brutal schedule.
1: All right. How about the other side of it? The easiest schedule in the NFL based on opponent uh, 2022 win percentage is the Falcons. How high Ooh. are you on how well the Falcons will do?
2: I mean, as we, I mean, I'm going to continue to profess my love (laughs) for B. John Robinson on this (laughs) podcast. Somebody cue up the Chris Stapleton. Like, they have a, they extended Caleb McGarry and Chris Lindstrom this offseason. They still have Jake Matthews. The offensive line is pretty good. We know that Arthur Smith can operate an offense with minimal quarterback exposure if he has a good running game, which they could if that offensive line holds up. You know, they added, uh, they have, You know, Drake London to Kyle Pitts. Uh, The offense is intriguing to me, and the defense added some veteran players. I think the um, can we see the graphic of the? Thank you. That's still the the easy the hardest schedules. If we see the easiest, I'm curious because I want to know where the Texans are on that list. It goes uh,
1: Falcons, Saints, Texans.
2: Okay, so once upon a time, I actually picked the Falcons and the Texans to meet in the Super Bowl. And they were the number one seeds, I believe, in the in each of their conferences that year. But they got sn- snaked by. What was um, that? I'm old, Katie. Leave me alone.
1: Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I, I think the, so. Again, you look at the divisions here, right? We see the Falcon Saints, Panthers, the Buccaneers. How the Buccaneers, I don't know how the Buccaneers got so hosed here, but the NFC South is potentially primed to win some more games than people expect. And
0: given how watered down the NFC is, the Buccaneers are playing a first place schedule because they won the division. Oh,
2: right. Right. And at like what? Seven, eight, one tough that again, those are the breaks. <laughs> That's a tough break. Um, I, I just think we could maybe see like two NFC South teams sneak into the playoffs. I like the Falcons and the Panthers a lot more than I think people will in general. And I don't think, you know, the saints, Derek Carr's edition could be very good. Um, those to me are the ones that really stand out. The Colts, by the way, Anthony Richardson and Shane Steichen offense. If he can run the ball, like and again, you get back to Philly, hardest schedule in the league. Everyone targeting them, and they lost both their coordinators. That's a big deal, man. That's a lot of changeover. The Colts are intriguing to me. The Falcons, Colts, and Panthers there on that list really, really intrigue me.
0: Well, that's funny because I'm going to name one team on that list. Jaguars, Uh, not the Jags, the Saints, the Saints have the second easiest schedule. Uh, They went seven and ten with just no one knew it was going on at quarterback. Now they have Derek Carr, so it feels like they can be a lot better. And you just look at their schedule and it's just like. They can beat almost every team on this. I, I mean, I'm trying to figure out who the best team on their schedule is, the Vikings, Jacksonville. Maybe the Packers with Jordan Love? I don't know. They don't have to play the Chiefs. They don't have to play the Cowboys. They don't have to play the Eagles. They don't have to play the Bengals. Like, they don't play (laughs) – they avoided all the good teams. So it just feels like the Saints could be a sneaky good team this year.
1: All right, Breach, you are our Christmas correspondent, our weather correspondent, and now I'm going to peg you as the travel correspondent as well. When you look at the most miles traveled – or will travel in the upcoming season. The Seahawks are at the top of the list, 30,600 miles they will travel. Then the 49ers, 29,000 the Dolphins, Rams, Chargers. Fewest miles traveled would be the Bengals, your Bengals, only traveling 11,000 miles, 942 next season. Same with the Packers, just around there as well. How much does travel and miles factor in to winning games?
0: Uh, Well, I'll say the team that has traveled the fewest miles over the past nine years has averaged 9.6 wins per season. Uh, So it's been one of those things where you're almost a lock to get to 10 wins. Um, So you can do with that information, whatever you want. And the Steelers were the team that traveled the fewest miles last year. And, you know, most people, I'm sure, were thinking they wouldn't get anywhere near that nine and a half win average. and they made it to nine and eight. Um, and the flip side of that is that the team that travels the most miles uh, has averaged just 6.6 wins over the past nine years. So eh. that eh. Uh, is the Seahawks, as you see there. Uh, so maybe the Seahawks are a team that could regress. But for the most of the part, you know, most of these teams are middle of the road. Where the travel is mostly equal, so the only time you really see an impact is at the very higher end and very lower end. But the fact that the team that travels the most has only averaged 6.6 6 wins over the past nine years oh man, Seahawks could be in trouble.
1: What's what's the Bengals' win total again? Should we hammer this over now since they have yes. the fewest amount of miles traveled?
0: Bingle, bingle, it, d- it's so, 11 and a half, it's a little, it's an easy little high well, for me, yeah. Joe
2: Burrow, this is the first time. Joe Burrow will be not a rookie coming out of a pandemic, or not a rookie in the middle of a pandemic, and or coming off major surgery, heading into Week One. I Super- have brainwashed Brinson. Oh, dude, I'm all. I'm gonna pick the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Don't
1: do it,
2: Brinson. Don't, God, don't do it. I will send don't you, you ten
1: Don't, $10 don't you dare do that to win the
2: Super Bowl. <laughs> I just did the Von Kaiser eyebrow raise. Or I will buy so, you though.
0: a puppy to make the Bengals not pick puppy. them as your Super Bowl winner. <laughs> you would you want a dog?
2: I got a dog, George. Oh, wonky-eyed I, I, George. <laughs> George <laughs> is not a puppy. <laughs> no, he's not.
1: Maybe George oh, yeah. wants a puppy.
2: <laughs> George, George looks like bread. he's got a puppy got. in his belly and he's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fat dog. <laughs> oh,
1: poor George. Uh, Clarence in the chat has said, any teams doing that two-time zone thing, how does that betting angle work again? Do you all know what he's talking about? Uh,
0: time that time is where huge, you, sorry, if you were traveling West for the Thursday night game, Thursday night game, if you were traveling West, two time zones or more, uh, teams are pretty bad. I, I think the number is, uh, they are three and 12 and like one and 14 against the spread, uh, since 2006 when Thursday night football started. And the NFL generally, I haven't even looked at the Thursday night football schedule really, but the NFL has done their best to try to avoid this. Um, The only one I saw off the top of my head was Giants at 49ers, but that won't qualify because that's week three, and the Giants are playing the Cardinals in week two, and they're staying in Arizona, so that wouldn't fit the bill. Um, Other than that, I don't see a team that travels more than one time zone West Saints Rams. There you go. Week 16. That's the okay, game. To so watch we'll now. have
1: to be on, on the lookout for that. Okay. Before we get out of here, we've talked about the strength of schedule. We've talked about revenge games, but what about for our personal teams? What's the one game that you're looking forward to the most? I will start. Obviously I'm looking forward to the rematch with the Eagles because I'm tired of you Eagles fans in the chat and Billy specifically acting like the (laughs) NFC championship game without a quarterback didn't mean anything. So hopefully by the time we get to week 13, we have Brock Purdy. We get a real rematch between these two teams. That is what I'm looking forward to the most breach. What about you for the Bengals?
0: Uh, I'm going to turn this into a family story real quick. My brother turns 40 this year, his birthday and his wife turns 40 this year and both of them have their birthdays during football season and their thought was, we'll go to a Bengals road game uh, that's close to our birthdays. So it turns out, but they're only going to pick one. I don't know which one they're going to pick, but we'll find out. Long story short, her birthday is October 29th, which is the day they are playing in San Francisco against the 49ers. Katie, the 49ers better not ruin my sister-in-law's 40th birthday. Uh, oh. And then his birthday, oh. is Dece- his birthday is December 3rd, and the Bengals play the next night, Monday Night Football against Jacksonville. So if you're them and you're only going to one of those games, what do you pick at San Francisco or at Jacksonville Florida in December well, have, or just West coast.
1: But you have family that lives or you lived in, in San Francisco Bay area for a while, right? Yes. And so um, does the family live there or are they traveling to these? Yeah. Games? There's
0: no, there's no more family members living there right now. So oh, okay. you see
1: how, do you see all the helmets behind breach? He's
2: lived in a bunch of different places. He's caused two NFL teams to move. <laughs> he lived in Oakland and the Raiders moved out of Oakland. Where else did you live when they moved Breach? Oh, uh, I don't know. The the, the Chargers. Oh, the bre- Breach moved oh, to San Diego and the Chargers it. moved. Then he moved to Oakland and the Raiders moved.
1: Well, it's a good thing you don't live in Cincinnati because that was moving, really you know, he's
2: moving
0: guy, back yeah. to San Francisco. So I am not moving back to San Francisco, but to answer the question. I will say <laughs> the, the Chiefs in week 17, because I want the Bengals to beat the Chiefs. I love when they beat the Chiefs. There's no better feeling than watching them beat the Chiefs, 49ers, and then Jacksonville. Those are my top three.
1: All right, Brentson. So
2: am I supposed to be a Panthers fan here? Because I'm not
1: I don't I'm, know. I, I, I was gonna ask you what what are you what what kind of fandom are I you? I don't I don't, I don't know. Brentson um, is a
0: fan of Brenton. So okay. what game makes the Brinson the happiest? I gotta tell you,
2: so this this one <laughs> what game makes the Brinson the happiest? Brinson happy Brinson when year. Chiefs Chiefs <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence play. Um so I'm gonna take the um I'm going I'm I'm gonna be here's what, I'm to be monitoring the Jaguars and the preseason hype. I don't like the odds on the Jaguars. I'm gonna be early mm-hmm. on the Jags. I want to beat Pete Prisco to the Jags.
1: Mm.
2: Like Prisco is gonna be like if <laughs> the Jaguars can win it all. But he won't do it because Mahomes and, and the Chiefs are there. Um I think that in Jacksonville, week two. Home opener for the a Jaguars team that is favored to win the division that has a sleeper for MVP and Trevor Lawrence going up against the Kings of the AFC, the defending Super Bowl champions, a chance to really like, and you got Doug Peterson against Andy Reed, Trevor Lawrence, trying to make his mark. They've added Calvin Ridley. They've added some offensive line pieces. They're better overall. It's one of those like can you beat can you beat the boss? Cuz if you do in week let's say you beat the Colts in Indianapolis, which is very feasible for the Jaguars, we point out their favorite. Mm-hmm. And you beat the Chiefs at home, all of a sudden you have the Texans at home in week 3 and then the Falcons in Wembley and the Bills at the Bills in London and you come home for Colts at home at the Saints, and at the Steelers. Now, that's a lot of travel because you're going to London. But, like, if the Jaguars, who are hyped up this year, were ever going to have a hot start, holy cow, you win week two, and the Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, London Lawrence, bandwagon train is out of London control. Lawrence. So I, think I'm, I think I'm a Jaguars fan this year.
1: I, well, shout out. I shout out. You,
0: your season's over.
1: Congratulations, you
0: Jacksonville. Team. You're done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually real quick brinson and i talked about this on uh, hq earlier this week but the jags have the two games in london which means with the way that the florida georgia game is and having the bye weeks that the jaguar fans could go two whole months without seeing their team play at home they're the only team that has six home games that's it so well brinson yeah i want to know what you think about this but breach well i was just going when we were on hq I, mean, I wanted
2: well i just want to make sure you know this the Jaguars.
1: Yes, thank you. That's how they. Uh,
2: when, when, when Florida and Georgia play, you don't even call it the Florida Georgia game. You call it the world's largest cocktail party. Oh, that's the, that's the actual name. Sounds like,
1: it. sounds like a place I want to go.
2: Oh yeah, we should. In fact, we should have. We should do a live Pick Six podcast from the world. <sighs> I've never. I've never been. But it's you know it's Georgia and Florida and like Jacksonville for those that don't know is basically like South South Georgia. Like it's it's not really Florida. Like you've been to Florida. Florida's a bunch of sickos and weirdos like Crisco <laughs> Jamie Eisenberg. Fort Lauderdale and Jacksonville are just not even the same like continent. Um, so yeah, world's largest cocktail party. And I, I, I believe
0: I, they asked their fans not to call it that anymore, Brinson. You need to get back. Two, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've gotten too politically correct. I'm just saying. You but one can't see a cocktail party anymore. I think Jacksonville has eight home games because one of the London games is that are the road team, quote, unquote.
1: Well, But I mean, like, in their actual home stadium. Yeah.
0: You mean if you're a fan and you don't get to watch them unless you fly to London? Yeah. If I I was a Jacksonville fan. If I was a season
1: ticket holder and we had less games at home, I'd be pissed.
0: Uh, You know, you mentioned that the Jets uh, are the opposite of Jacksonville. They get to play 10 games in their home stadium. Uh, because they're playing the Giants this year and they are just the second team in the past 90 years to play 10 home games in their or 10 games in their home
1: stadium uh, in a
0: season. So it's the opposite their of their season
1: Jackson. tickets have been going through the roof incredibly expensive. All right, guys. Well, uh, that is going to do it for us today on behalf of Breach and Brinson and myself. Thank you for rocking with us. Make sure you keep it locked next week at 1 p.m. for more off-season coverage. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube page. If you're listening to audio only, do the same. Download, leave a five-star review, and tell your friends to listen and watch the pod. We'll see you next week.